Hello to everyone out there in the wonderful world of the internet. This is Nick coming at you with another fun-filled, super chocolatey, awesome podcast that's good for the soul. It's called the One Sharp Podcast. Uh, and then this particular podcast, there's not enough uh, lotion with uh, moisturizing goodness to help with someone with this uh, type of tough skin. Um, with, well, that corny joke set aside. I'm doing a character breakdown. This one is really unique to me because um, he's been around since uh, Spider-Man, the animated series, but he goes further back. He was actually one of the first few villains I was introduced to in an issue of Spider-Man uh, growing up. Uh, and this particular villain or uh, street tough is Tombstone or his actual name, Lonnie Thompson Lincoln. Um now, Tombstone is one of those side villains where, you know, he still does quite a bit, but not a whole lot. Um, but what he does is influential to not only what he does, but also to whoever he's working with. And um, I decided to do him because, you know what, I wanted to learn a little bit more about him myself. And I learned quite a bit. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into the uh, the whole, you know, spiel of, of things. He was created by uh, Jerry Conway and Alex, and if I mispronounce the last name, I'm terribly sorry, uh, Salviuk? Salviuk? Yeah, that sounds about right. His first appearance was in The Web of Spider-Man, issue number 36 of March 1988. Now, jumping it straight into his enemies, before we actually get into his, uh, his origin story, um... He's, of course, dealt with Spider-Man, Daredevil, um, Lady Beetle, there we go, uh, Janice Lincoln, which is the daughter of Tombstone. Now, Lady Beetle has other ties with another group. Um, I have that comic book series, but I can't quite remember the name of that group, but um, it had a couple of unique characters in it. Um... But let's get into her origin story. Uh, her first appearance was Captain America issue number 607. And she was created by Ed uh, Burbaker and artist Jackson Batch Guile. Er, geese? Guy yeah. Geese. Goose. It. I butchered that last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, his appearance in Spider- He's appeared in Spider-Man the Animated Series. This, uh, the Spet spectacular spider-man and of course the very popular spider-man into the spider-verse um he's done quite a bit not like i said not only by himself but with others he's he's worked with some strong people um but let's see exactly where he grew up where his his origin story begins um so it starts off that he grew up in harlem new york um, he was a very, very mischievous, very bad child growing up, uh, seeing that he was very different from other children. He was an African-American albino, which, of course, he's going to be bullied a lot and everything. And, of course, after a while, it's either you just succumb to it or you learn to deal with it. And in his case, he learned to deal with it. Um, so as he was growing up, he became a bully. The one thing that was uh, conflicting him throughout the many years of him growing up 
Um, he extorted protection money from other students. So, of course, you know, if someone didn't want to get, and I quote, catch these hands, that's exactly uh, why they, he got the money from these kids. Um, let's see. So, Joseph, Joseph was going, uh, was, um, Joseph Robbie Thompson, I'm sorry, who was kind of like his frenemy. Like, they were, they knew of each other, but they didn't really, uh, coexist well with one another um joseph was one of the good kids he grew up he wanted a future in um journalism and of course with uh lonnie he just wanted to be that bully because apparently that's was just how he was um joseph was gonna go and run a story about lonnie's uh activities but lonnie um used use some tactics to intimidate Rob. So basically just told him, do not, I repeat, do not run this story. Otherwise you're going to be in a world of hurt. That's basically what happened. Um, now with Joseph, his first appearance was in the amazing Spider-Man issue number 51 of August, 1967. And as most of you know, uh, Joseph was kind of like the, I wouldn't say the editor in chief. He's kind of like the 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 second guy down from J. Jonah Jameson, which you know he would come up with a story, and J. Jonah will be like, you know, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Um, <laughs> Joseph saw the good in Spider Man, and uh, you know he was he was behind Spider Man a hundred percent with whatever he did, and even if he assumed that Spider Man did something wrong, he knew it wasn't true. Um, but yeah. Getting back to uh, Tombstone here. Um, actually, yeah, from the looks of it, uh, he was created by Stan Lee and John Romita Sr., uh, as well as one of the first black characters to play a serious supporting role. Um, and he was played by, and let me see if I get the name right here, uh, Bill Nunn in the Spider-Man in Spider and Spider-Man 3. Um, I believe, if I recall, he did pass away a couple years ago. He was a really great actor as well as uh you know playing the role that he did so well and you know i commend the guy for doing that because you know it i mean yeah it's a marvel movie and for most people they're like oh it doesn't take that much to trust me it takes a lot to make that type of character really shine on the big screen and he did a great job he really did a fantastic job um but getting back to lonnie um he as he grew up he became a hitman and an enforcer um, used his albinoism to his advantage. Uh, he filed his teeth and nails to a, to points to have the appearance of an alligator. So think Killer Croc, but not post Killer Croc. Um, but yeah, it's just so like mid transformation. But in this case, you know, he stayed in one spot. Killer Croc kind of went further on with his his mutation. Um, now getting into his abilities. Um, Tombstone is a skilled marksman. He has super strength, super, uh, not super speed, but he has he's very quick, um, super stamina, and reflexes. He has a high resistance to injury, of course, with his razor-sharp teeth, and he's an excellent street fighter. Um, now, if I recall, about a couple months back, I did post something on social media of who would win in a street fight, Tombstone versus Luke Cage. Um... And I kind of gave it to Luke Cage because, I mean, he fought Thor, or not Thor, but uh, 
the Hulk. He fought the Hulk, and that ended in a draw. But um, other people thought differently because, you know, it's Tombstone. He's been fighting pretty much all his life, so he would have the advantage because, you know, speed and uh, strength and stamina, so he'd be able to out-fight Luke Cage. So, um, you know, that one's still up for debate. I think it's Luke Cage. That's just me. That's just, yeah. Um, he Let's see. Tombstone also got into uh, plenty of street fights, which honed his skills and made him become a better fighter. Um, he was able to uh, lift very, very heavy weights um, and stood 6'7". And of course, if I recall with his super strength, he I think he could lift an armored car, about a thousand pounds. Um, he's strong, but he's not super strong least to my knowledge. Um, and of course, being 6'7", the intimidation factor is really high. So, you know, watch out because one good swing, that's it. Game over. Um, so after a while, Lonnie finally got into the big leagues and worked with he's worked with a kingpin. Um, of course, just kind of being his his right hand man, just, you know, filling out uh, little missions and taking care of Webhead and Daredevil and whoever gets in his way. Um, and basically that's just how he, he's been, you know, he's just been just kind of like that, that guy to just, you know, do the dirty work, be done with it and go on doing his own thing. If not, he's starting his own little group and, uh, of course trying to make a lot of money by stealing it and causing a lot of mayhem in the process. Now, if I were to, if they were to bring Tombstone into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, it would have to be someone very unique, very buff, um, someone that that can go ahead and carry that that particular uh, character. And I, there's a list. I mean, I'm not gonna throw out certain names, but um, if I were to put my money on anyone, I, mm, I mean. Granted that, but, uh, what was it David Batista? Yeah. David Batista. He, um, uh, he played Drax had, you know, zero acting in his repertoire, but he learned, he took classes and, you know, I can see someone that, uh, has that type of build type of strength do the exact same thing, uh, to who, like I said, that's, that's a whole other list. That's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, pretty much it. That is my character breakdown for Tombstone. Um, now, seeing that I've been working on quite a few episodes, I'm going to also try and get out a couple game reviews. Um, I have a, so many Marvel movie reviews. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a, a quite a trip for me, you know. But aside from that, just, you know, stay tuned. I got a lot coming your way. So... Without further ado, I will be signing off to all you wonderful people. Um, this is my character breakdown for Tombstone. Um, if you feel like you want to go ahead and uh, check out my work, uh, of course, I'll be posting it here uh, on <laughs> as many sites that I can get it on. But, um, you know, also keeping it intriguing and keeping it, you know, fresh, you know, super fresh. Not like Whole Foods fresh, but fresh. <laughs> All right. So until then, until the next uh, episode, 
with a great podcast comes great responsibility. Till then, sports fans, excelsior.